Give me a second now. So, Matthew, um, since we started, you know, podcasting and being content creators, we've, we've been fortunate with our opportunities to talk to some players, have relationships with some players. I mean, we just spoke with um, with Justice Haynes here recently. We've spoken with Ashton Genty, uh, Damian Martinez. I mean, you know, we spoke to Coach Martin here a, a few weeks ago. We've, we've had um, that opportunity, and we've been fortunate – uh, behind the scenes, though, uh, you've kind of had a, a a relationship with the yeah. McCord family, Kyle and Derek, Derek, the dad and Kyle, uh, who's projected to be I'm going to be sincere here. So uh, projected <laughs> to be the starter at at Ohio State and Ohio State uh, this year. And we got to talk to Kyle on Debbie debate his, his freshman season uh, in the like right around this time. Which I'm going to say, um, he doesn't remember doing that interview, by the way. we talked. I'll, I'll bring that up later. But yeah. He doesn't remember. He doesn't doing remember. It. Well, doing he was, it. he did it on his phone and it was like 15 minutes. So yeah. he could probably not see us on the screen. So uh, he does, he probably doesn't even remember that he's like the intro to our, to our, uh, show I don't, I don't week. think so. I didn't bring that up. He said I looked different. He didn't remember me looking the way I did when it, cause he didn't <laughs> recognize me at first. And they then, might yeah. need to see us together. They that might, might be it. it yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, anyway, Matthew, this week, uh, because of that relationship, you got to spend some time with the McCord family. Before we get into the details, do you want to say so? He came down to Dallas, where you are. Yes. Do you want to say how that came about as to you know you getting together with them? Yeah. Uh, so, which I'm actually, I mean, I'll. I'll did not know that Derek, who I, I I will be fully honest, I definitely talk to more than Kyle. I, I it's not like I text Kyle all the time. Most of the conversations I have are with Derek. Every once in a while, I will talk with Kyle. Uh, so I did not know that Derek is actually from Texas. Uh, he grew up playing football here in Arlington. His sister still lives here in Fort Worth. So like three weeks ago, uh, I want to say it was about three weeks ago. We, me, you, and Austin were talking. And Moxley, we're in the Debbie debate chat, and I mentioned you guys like I'm going to be possibly going to lunch with Derek, and there might be a chance that Kyle will be here over spring break because Derek's coming back in town to visit his sister. What I then found out about a week ago was that Kyle was going to be coming down here to train with a certain somebody, which we can get into in a minute just to set the story up. And then everything kind of just you're going to want to stick around for that yeah. part. So please yeah. don't don't fast forward. Just stick around. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. Finish, Matthew. I'm sorry. Yeah. So we you know, there was a couple discussions here and there. Um, I as much as I wanted to invite myself, I didn't say anything. It was just like, oh, sounds like it's going to be a great time. And then we're supposed to do something Thursday. For those of you who possibly live in Texas that uh, that listen to this, know that the weather was really bad. About eight o'clock. Go ahead. We don't know when this will be released. So the weather yeah. was bad that day. Yeah, that day, that Thursday, Thursday, the 16th, March 16th. So on Friday, March 17th, I'm working because I'm not expecting anything. For those of you who listen to every debate, no, I get up very early. Uh, it's about eight o'clock in the morning and I just, my phone starts ringing. I've got, thanks to my wonderful wife, have these new AirPods. So I know who calls me now. In the past, I didn't. I just hit the button. Hey, what's up? Ringing in my ear. Derek McCords. I'm like, oh, okay. Answer the phone. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm just at work. And he just says, do you want me to just like tell you everything right now? Like, do you want to just get into it? Well, so he came in. Uh, sure. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. 
So he he says, what are you doing in an hour? Can you get out of work? And I said, I mean, I can. Yeah, what's up? And he's like, Kyle's going to Kyle's gonna be at the facility at about 9.30. Patrick's going to be there at 10. If you can show up, I'll get you in the door. And I said, well, okay. I will uh, well, get back to – go ahead. Who's Patrick? Patrick Mahomes. So if you saw the picture I oh. posted in the NIL chat uh, – that's the Patrick I'm talking about. That, your boy took that picture. For the for for reference, the third person in that is Bobby Stroop, who is Patrick Mahomes' personal trainer. So let's let's clarify here. You got a call from Derek saying that Kyle was going to be training at 9:30 at a facility, and yes. that one Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes would also be training uh, at the facility, and Derek invited you to be there. This is not a, an event open to the media. Oh, by the way, there are more names here. We're going to do a lot of name dropping yeah, today. Yeah, um, <laughs> there are yeah. more names here. I don't, but we well, we started up with a big one in in Patrick Mahomes. So yeah. uh, he invited you to this training, uh, this training session. Kyle's going to be training. Patrick Mahomes is going to be training. Yes, and uh, you got to attend. So yeah, this was all set up through um, a third party that wanted to get Kyle in with Patrick Mahomes to train. So I will say that Patrick Mahomes was not training. Um, so I did get a chance to meet him. I, I'm not going to lie. It was like, hey, we, we talked for like 10 minutes, not me, the group. There was four of us there. Um, the other person I will mention was Mark. Let me pull up. I want to make sure I get the name right. It was Mark Fuller, who is a longtime high school head coach here in Texas. He's been through like – five different high schools in the area. His son's actually a backup quarterback for Tulsa. He's a longtime friend of Derek as well. He, he was also invited out there. Uh, when I showed up to the facility, uh, Derek met me at the door. I will tell you right now that they don't just let anybody into this place. In fact, I've lived in Texas most of my life. I've driven by this facility easily thousands of times and had no idea this facility was even there. It is, is fairly well hidden. Uh, but down a road, uh, you you take it to get in there. And yes, they don't just let anybody in. Uh, so we get in there. Um, funny story, actually, with that is I walk in. Derek's like, hey, what's going on? We have some nice little you know pleasantries. I've never actually met him in person. We've always just talked on the phone. And he's like, I'm going to go grab something really quick. And as I'm standing there and I'm introducing myself to Mark and we're talking, Patrick Mahomes walks by. So obviously I'm doing my best not to like fangirl out or anything. It's Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl winning player, right? And there's not a lot of people in this facility. I mean, it's no, a there's training session. There's probably no 50 people altogether. And I will also tell you, Felix, if you would have shown up with me, you would have fit in. I did not. I am <laughs> not an athletic looking person. I'm very short compared to literally every single person. There were softball women there doing training who looked 10 times more athletic than I did. It was, it was not, um, I stood out like a sore thumb. I'll put it that way. So, and, and you'll understand why I say that is so Patrick Mahomes walked by and they're going into like the weight room um, where there's also probably like a hundred yard grass. Um, I don't know how you, like a, grass, like a turf track almost. It was just three lanes for them to train yeah. for forties. And that's what they were doing. So they walk by and Mark's like, let's go. And I'm like, okay. So I start walking. 
there was a dude who stopped me. He's like, whoa, who the hell are you? What are you doing? And I like had to like Derek, Derek, hey, and Derek had to come get me because this dude was about to like throw me out of the You know why? Because you probably had no swag in there. You were sitting there all with, with your face all lit up, just like it is right now, I probably was, all yes, red was, with a little I'm smile sure. on your face. Yeah. No swag whatsoever. It's very um, true. I had like, like I had I had like an FC Dallas sweatshirt on. I was like I didn't know what to expect I, because when I was told about this, he told me they were training at like a, a when he said facility. I was not expecting this. Like I said I didn't know this place even existed, so I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was just going to be Kyle and a couple people throwing whatever you know, like you see sometimes on when they do these videos, like oh they're just throwing at a field or whatever. I wasn't expecting like state of the art facility. So, anyways, we walk up. And I get introduced. Um, I will say, and I'm I'm taking this with me uh, to my grave. I made Pat laugh, which made me happy. Everybody else is like, "Oh hi, I'm you know." I'm, well, he had already known Derek, but he had not yet met Mark, the coach. He's like, "I'm Mark Fuller," and Pat reaches out his hand, also a massive human being compared to me, by the way. And he's like, "I'm Patrick." I'm like, yeah, I know who you are, Pat. Like, that's not um. If someone doesn't know who you are, they're an idiot. Which made him laugh, made me feel good about myself. Uh, which kind of endeared. So you me shook to the Patrick Mahomes' bit. hand. I did get to shake Patrick Mahomes' hand. I have yet to wash it, and I, I refuse to do anything with this hand. Oh actually, I'm, no I'm just kidding. No I'm kidding. No I'm no kidding. Swag. I washed my hand, but anyway. So we were just talking with that, um, and then Kyle asked, uh, or Derek asked, if Kyle could take a picture with with Mahomes. Bobby Stroop, who is training Kyle right now on some different stuff, was in the picture with him as well. If you saw the one in the NIL chat. They talked for a little bit. So Patrick did not throw her anything. He actually said he doesn't do anything right now. He came in there for a light workout, but he doesn't do any throwing. He said, I won't throw a football until May or June. He's like, I don't do anything with my arm like that. He was actually debating. I'm going to do another name drop here. Going over to the bullpen, because there's a bullpen right on the other side of the weight room, to throw with former Texas Rangers pitcher Derek Holland who was also there, um, who just happened to be pitching, which was, again, as a big baseball fan, was pretty cool for me because he played for the Rangers. I don't know where he went after the Rangers, but he was there training as well. I don't know if you want me to continue with who we went after that. No, 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 no. no. Kyle came down there with some friends, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. So, what friends did he? Did did you meet any of the friends? What friends did he? I did. I got to meet multiple other people. So, I wasn't expecting... Anything after that? I was told. I knew that there were other people who were supposed to be coming with Kyle, but I wasn't told they were at the facility. I knew. Patrick Let me just tell you, folks. I know Matthew. I mean, I've talked to Matthew almost every day, every week for the last three years. I can tell you right now that he was having an out of body experience. <laughs> I was, and he could not keep his shit together. I was not. That's what so, was happening here. I <laughs> will say that I am. I am very proud that I barely pulled my phone out only the few times to send stuff in the founders chat to you guys, uh, because I didn't want to be that person. When I, when I tell you there was no, I don't consider myself media. I do somewhat consider myself still a fan. I love college football. When I tell you there was the only people in this facility were trainers, the people who worked there and collegiate and professional athletes. That was literally it besides me, a high school head coach. And then obviously Derek McCoy. So we're talking to Pat in this little area. Then at one point, he's like, well, hey, I got to go. He's like, I'm going I'm, to I'm head out of here. It was nice to meet all you guys. Did get to shake his hand again. So that's two handshakes for Matt Bruning with Patrick Mahomes. Everybody else at this company, zero. And I will hold that over your heads for quite a while. He heads out. Bobby Stroop's like, all right, give me like 20 minutes. 
the receivers are almost done with some of their stuff. We're going to go outside and I'm going to show you these drills. So Derek says, Hey, let's go around the corner. Let's go meet everybody. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like who's everybody walk around the corner. There's the massive man, weirdly proportioned, by the way, Marvin Harrison Jr. Just standing there with the bag on in flip-flops, just got done working out. Xavier, or not Xavier Johnson, I'm sorry, Quinton Johnston was also there talking to Marvin Harrison Jr. TCU wide receiver Quinton Johnston, who is, you know, might be the first pick, uh, the first wide receiver taken in the NFL draft. Which I will get to a, a very funny conversation those two had with Patrick Mahomes as he was getting ready to leave. And then Reed Stockdale was there. He was actually the only one who came up to like introduce himself. Um, for whatever reason, these people thought I was important. I'm assuming it's because I was with Derek. Uh, he came up and introduced himself to me. Uh, so we're standing there. Kyle's walking over. And Patrick starts talking about watching Quentin Johnston and Marvin Harrison Jr. practicing earlier in the morning, catching balls and everything. He talks, he starts talking to Marvin about like his ridiculous catch radius. And Derek makes a joke about, well, Hey, you know, maybe you'll be throwing to him next year. And Pat goes, if something goes seriously wrong with me or the chiefs, I highly doubt we're going to be picking high enough to get that dude. He's going top five. Marvin just smiled. He's a, was a man of very few words. He, he rarely talked. Uh, QJ just kind of like shook everybody's hand and he bailed out. I literally said nothing to him outside of just saying, Hey, I'm Matt and shook his hand. He was gone really like he was also had like really skinny legs, which I was not expecting. I I thought he was going to be thicker than he was. He wasn't quite that. The weird thing I could check. I could, by the way, I'll check either one of those dudes, Quentin Johnston or Marvin Harrison Jr. I just want that to be known. And if, if I, if I'd have held you, I would have told you to tell him that if I had got you on the phone. Okay. I would have told you. Here's the weird thing about Marvin. So he's like listed like six two, right? I don't know exactly how tall he is. He's like six. Oh, I thought he was I thought he was six four. He might be six four. So I'll tell you this. He's massive. The weird thing is, and I did not notice this until like I was standing there next to him. He's weirdly proportioned in like the fact that like he is all torso. His legs are small. And I mean like like low to the like I don't know how else to describe it. So like I feel like if I stood next to him. You would think that we're the same height because both of our legs are like the same. Like he's got very small lower body, which I don't know if that helps him run routes. He looks like he could tie his shoes without bending over. Like this dude's torso and arms are extremely long, but he was very nice. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this, and it, you guys are just gonna have to deal with it. There's some stuff I will definitely share with you off air, Felix. Uh, about some conversations that were going on with Marvin uh, because I don't feel comfortable sharing that. Austin and Chris got to hear about it, so I will happily tell you about it at some point. But some things I can't say, um, but he was a very nice gentleman. Um, I will say his dad wasn't thrilled that he was down there uh, based on the conversation that we had. But outside of that, we that, that was really all the, the talk we had was them joking with Marvin um, and Pat about him probably being a top five pick next year. But Mahomes was just kind of like gushing about his ability. And then at that point, Marvin left. Uh, QG had already gone. Reed followed Marvin. And then Mahomes left. And it just kind of left me with uh, with the McCords. Um, I mean, we, we've talked a little bit about it, Matthew. But just tell us what you were feeling as you were you know, being exposed to, to this. Because this, was not, this is not a fan thing. This is people yeah. – this is how athletes train in the offseason. And Texas is a hotbed for this stuff. Denver, Colorado is a hotbed for this stuff because of the altitude. People, some, well, 
it's more track athletes that train in, in Denver, Colorado. But um, uh, Texas has a lot, a lot of, a lot of facilities. This where athletes all over the country train. What were your feelings? It was weird being there because I felt like I was getting to see like behind the scenes, something that I don't think a lot of people do. Like I know people get to see that kind of stuff and people know about it, but being there, like I'm not gonna lie, it also made me feel important because everybody there thought I was important for some reason. I guess it's because I was able to get into this facility. They just assume I'm somebody. It was very cool to just see them like in their own element doing that stuff and and the dedication that some of those guys had to their craft. And then like even just taking it a step further, like so after we got done talking with all them, uh, again, Bobby Stroop, who is is Mahomes' personal trainer, get, told Kyle, hey. In 15 minutes, we're going to go outside and we're going to do these specific drills, which which I'll kind of talk to you guys about after the fact. He's like, go do, you know, whatever you want. So at that point, Kyle's like, I'm going to be back in five minutes. And he walked off. And so I was just sitting there talking with Derek and, and Mark. We were having just a conversation just about random stuff, stuff going on at Ohio State, what it was like being at high school. I was, I was like, it was weird to say. I was actually fairly in, in, in intrigued by Mark because he's been a high school coach. He's, he actually – has been around since Quinn Ewers was at South Lake Carroll. He played him. He was there when Matt Stafford and Clayton Kershaw were out South Lake Carroll. He was talking about all these other players. So, like, we were just having some conversations about that stuff. And then Kyle calls his dad and says, hey, come on over to the bullpen. So, we're like, all right, cool. So, like, we walk on over to the bullpen, at which point Kyle is trying to hit a fastball off Derek Holland, who, again, was a major league pitcher. <laughs> it's so, Felix, I know you've played baseball, so have I. I. I'd never went past, like, the high school level, anything like that. What's the hardest you think pitchers were throwing at you? I don't know how far up you played. I, I know you at least, probably at least played yeah. in high school. Probably, so like, like, eighty, like, 88. Probably, like, 88. Okay. It's so probably the fastest I would, I've seen. I would say – I don't even know that I probably saw that maybe. So, we're sitting there, and we go up, and he's just – pitch session right he's throwing a couple it looks like easy throws i'm like okay not that bad hey he's clearly doing it to like give kyle a chance to hit the ball he's not going full gas well there's another trainer there who's uh, another baseball player i didn't know who he was i knew all i was know is that he's a shortstop for for some team he's sitting there and he's like well hey can you guys he gives us the radar gun under the gate and he's like can you guys clock it so like me and Derek are just standing there with radar guns and he starts calling out how fast he's gonna throw the ball <laughs> which is just insane to me. So Derek Holland gets on the thing, and he's like, this one's coming at you 93. Fires it 93 on the dot. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Then we're sitting there. He's throwing it 70s, 80s, and then he's like, we're all – he dropped one down. Like, he got one wrong. He's like, I'm throwing 74. It was like 70. And he's like, well, I'm going to hit 69 this time. Perfect on the dot. Um, Kyle, did, he only took like two real swings, and he didn't connect. We're just sitting there watching him pitch. So – and I guess I should have looked this up. I don't know if Derek Holland is actually from, um, what's it called, uh, Michigan, but he had Michigan shoes on. So Bobby Stroop was also a trainer for baseball pitchers. That's how him and Patrick Mahomes actually got in together. They were talking about. I should have brought this up earlier. I forgot about. I guess he knows Derek Holland. He was talking about how uh, Mahomes used to be able to throw 90 in college. And if he was actually throwing, he was going to go over there and throw with Holland to see who could throw faster. But again, he was resting his arm. 
everybody kind of placated to Mahomes. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, you can definitely throw 90, which I'm sure he probably can. Uh, but he didn't actually go over there. So Bobby Stroop comes over and he's like, hey, we're going to go outside. And he's like, so first he asked me, Mark, and Derek if we want to be the receivers for these drills. I did not want to embarrass myself. So I was oh, like, I, I know. Should have I been know. There. I should have been there. <laughs> it was like. 50 degrees outside, 20 mile per hour winds. And I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'll be honest. Like Derek was like, if I don't have gloves, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, I oh mean, if you want me to. And then Derek Holland was like, well, we'll go do it. Derek's like, I got to go out there and see what this Ohio state boy is all about. And then I look, I saw he's got these Michigan shoes on. So like, then they start talking about the games the past two years, joking about how this is going to be the year Ohio state gets it. And he's like, Hey, I'm all for it. He's like, if, if Michigan, I love when Michigan and Ohio State are undefeated. I think it's great for college football. We're having like this whole conversation. So let me go outside. And it was definitely, again, cool for me to be there with Derek and Mark and just watch how they go about this stuff and then how they go about this training sessions. He's doing all these different drills. So like just some of the ones he did, he was showing Kyle throwing – completely flat-footed, doing no-look passes. That's what they did for, like, the first 15 minutes. He's like, I want you to – he put the the guy I, – I really wish I could remember what the dude's name was. The, the shortstop baseball player, they, they had him 10 yards away from Kyle. Shortstop was on the right-hand side. Derek Holland was over on the left. And he was just like, what I want you to do is I just want you to continue to look forward. Do not move your neck. And I'm going to say A, B, and you're just going to no-look throw it to that player as soon as I say it. Does that for about 15 minutes moved on to multiple other different drills, like where you can see where Patrick Mahomes got what he does. Did like some uh, weaving, uh, backpedaling throws, and then like uh, they brought over another guy came in. So there was probably, as I mentioned earlier, like 50 athletes in this thing doing all this training. After about 15, 20 minutes of them being outside, two wide receivers came in. I assume they were wide receivers based on their build. Uh, both of them had Louisville Cardinals shirts on. They were running 40s the entire time we were there. They came out, asked if they could catch some balls. The guy was like, yeah, sure. They had like those, all four of the guys, you know, interweaving 10 to 20, 30 yards apart on the field. And he, what we'd have Kyle do is start at like the 15-yard line, and he would say, go. Kyle would be kind of like weaving back and forth, backpedaling. And as soon as he would say go, one wide receiver would just throw his hands up and then Kyle would have to throw what I was told is an out-of-structure throw. So Bobby Stroop, because I, I got a chance to talk to him for a couple of minutes, I mentioned Mahomes' ability to throw off-balance and off-platform. Bobby Stroop says he hates that saying, Patrick Mahomes never throws off balance just because it looks that way. He always finds his balance before he throws it, which is what they were trying to teach Kyle. He also brought up in this. I'm, I'm glad that I didn't get a chance to tell you any of this stuff. Cause I'm going to drop a very interesting nugget at the end of this too, which, which I think, intentionally wanted you, yes, you told yes. some other people, but you could yes. tell me. So I'm hearing it for the first time. So the next thing they, they so they do the, all these drills. It, it's mainly stuff trying to help Kyle learn how to play more out of structure. And, and be able to throw the ball, not just standing in the pocket. I don't know. You, you're you're not saying anything. I don't know. I don't know. I said he can't. He can't. Oh, he, I mean, look, he looked good out there. That's all I'll say. Okay. Yeah. So after they're doing all that, he comes up to Kyle. And we're all standing there talking. Obviously, Derek, if you guys don't know, was also a former quarterback, played at Rutgers. So, like, and he, he was talking the whole time. He's like, we've never done stuff like this. He's like, I don't understand this stuff. Like, them doing all this stuff with Kyle. 
And what he told Kyle was like, you remind me a lot of Jalen Hurts when he first got into college with the passing. He's like, if you go back and watch Jalen, who he's worked with, he's like, if you watch Jalen in college, everybody says he could throw on the run. He couldn't. If you actually go back and watch him at Alabama and at Oklahoma, he either ran or he threw. He never actually threw on the run. The first time he worked with him, said his back was really tight. He had no like looseness in his neck. He's like, if you want to be able to throw out of structure and everything, you have to have this looseness in your neck to be able to look all around the field. He said, everybody who does this stuff wants to be able to be running like 10 miles to your right and then throw a dot to the right sideline, but that doesn't happen 98% of the time. 98% of the time, that play's not there. And that's all people practice, and that's why they never get better at it. So what he told Kyle was, I want you to work on this stuff like twice a week. He's like, this is not something you need to do every day. This is not something you need to be doing in practice every day because the main thing that matters for quarterbacks is your fundamentals. It's like if you lose your fundamentals, you're going to end up like Zach Wilson. Zach has forgotten his fundamentals and tries to do everything out of structure doing all this other stuff, and he's lost the fundamentals, and that's why his balls are sailing. That's why it's not getting to his wide receivers. He's like, do this in your spare time when you have time, but I suggest doing it two times a week. They've also been doing some speed training, which he brought up, which he said Kyle should start doing or go back to doing. He has not been doing it for the past couple of weeks. When he gets back to Ohio State, give him a call, and that he's going to, to help him work through that stuff. So at that point, that was kind of like the end of, of the practice. We, we made our way back into the facility. Uh, Bobby had to go. He was actually flying back to Kansas City, um, at which point that was when I actually got a chance to really talk to Kyle. Outside of that, it had kind of been a yeah. I was going to ask, setting. like, did you did you get to yeah. talk to him? Yeah. So I wasn't sure. Like, again, I, I knew like we've talked texting. We we don't talk really face to face outside of the the one interview. So like, I didn't know to be honest if he like even really knew who I was. Like, I knew he knew of the name, but not who I actually was. So we walk up and Kyle, like, he's like, Hey Matt. And I was like, okay, so cool. He remembers at least my name and we start talking and we're talking. He's like, I know my biggest supporter. I did ask. That's when I asked him about the interview. Cause he said something and I was like, well, yeah, we interviewed you a long time ago. You guys, when'd you interview me? I was like, Oh, your freshman year. He's like, I don't remember that. I was like, well, that's okay. It only meant the world to me, but it's, I'm, it's cool that you didn't remember that. And we just started joking about that. He did say that he is, more than happy to come on at the end of the year when he is going to be named the Ohio State quarterback. Uh, we were talking just a little bit about that. I didn't really go into any specifics. I just kind of was like talking to him. It was like, hey, how you know, you've been enjoying your time down here in Texas. What's it been like being at Ohio State? Like, I didn't want to get into like the quarterback battle with Devin Brown. I didn't care about that part at that. It was just cool to actually get to talk to him face to face. And as as my wife told me. Uh, as she was pumping me up for this event because I was, I'm not going to lie, nervous. It's like, he's just a person too. He's, I know you view him here. He's just a person too. So like, I just wanted to have a conversation with him. It's the same thing. I didn't want to bring up like any of that Ohio state. Now I didn't care. I, I just wanted to talk. And so, yeah, we talked for probably 10 minutes at which I'm still regretting two things. One, I should have asked to take a picture with him. I didn't because I didn't want to be that person. I was just kind of like, hey, I got the picture of him and Mahomes. And I was like, hey, you know, I just didn't want to ask. I, I felt I didn't want I didn't want it to seem inappropriate because I this didn't is know the last time. Like I've I've told yeah. I've, I've said this before. I've said this before. Like I knew that the stuff like this would be coming. Do you, say I'm lying. 
No, I said this like before that. we even inter- interviewed yeah. like our first person. Like we, yeah. if we kept doing this and we kept asking for access. Eventually, we would have relationships with these players. And this stuff would happen. This is the last time that we're gonna see. Derek, oh, yeah. Derek will DM me from time to time talking shit because after I say something about Kyle yeah. losing the job yeah. to to Devin, I'll tell I'll tell him not. Well, Devin's a better player, so that's yeah. why I think he's gonna win the job. Yeah. Um, but I no, know it's not. It's yeah. not. Kyle, Kyle, won't, that won't be the last time you see him. That will be the last player that we have a relationship with either. No, I know it's it's. I don't know how how to. I feel like it's different because this has been like a more interesting, whatever you want to call it, friendship relationship. Like it's been cool to get to know him and his dad on a personal level, not just a player. Like we, you know, you talked about when you were. I don't remember if we did this on air or not. So when you, I think it was actually on the collective pod when you were talking about like when you, we had just, when you got justice Haynes on the show, you didn't want to interview him about what it's like being a running back. You wanted to get to know the person. Right. It's, it's like, so getting to know him, like I'm not saying we're friends, but it's been cool to get to see that side of him, not the football player who Kyle actually is. So I kind of do regret not getting the picture with him. The other part I regret is I was, so I didn't tell my work that I was leaving. I just left. <laughs> and at that point in time, my phone had gotten like four calls from my boss about what was going on, like why I wasn't at work. And I was invited to go to another throwing session, but I ended up passing because they were like, we're probably going to go over here and do this for like 20 minutes. And then Kyle and Marvin, and then we're going out to lunch and all this other stuff. And I was like, I got to go. Thank you so much. And I've actually been texting with, with Derek all day. Uh, he actually told me to post the picture of, of, of Kyle and Mahomes on Twitter just now, actually. I, I don't know if I should. I probably will since I have permission to do it. But, um, yeah, like, so he has given me opportunity to possibly meet up with them again on Saturday. So maybe I'll take advantage of that. But I just didn't want to be that person because, again, every, like, everybody else was like, oh, it's just, you know, Kyle walks in was like, oh, hey, it's just Patrick. Like, it's not a big deal to them. And it was to me, but I didn't want it to seem that way. So I was trying to well, it try will to not be, cool. be It will not be a big deal to you as we continue to do this. Well, I mean, to be, I mean, Patrick Holmes is probably the. Yeah, that's a little bit different. The, yeah, I mean, that's, exactly. a di- I mean, that's, that's different. Yeah. You know, the, the best player we've seen in a generation. Um, but no, we're going to continue to have access like this. We're going to continue to try to give our um, subscribers as much access as we can, whether it be with stories or with player interviews or what have you. But we're going to keep beating on doors and try. And uh, and um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're just a small little startup company. And, you know, how many relationships have we established in two and a half years? A lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah. I so, mean, you, you mentioned yeah. some of them. You didn't even mention, I mean, obviously you have, you've gotten to talk with Justice Haynes and his dad, Vernon, uh, Austin yeah. Novosad, who we've become very good friends with Jackson Smolik Walk- up at Penn state. Walker yeah. White, who, Walker who Walker hasn't White. in, in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've had a chance. I mean, this may be a name. Not, uh, I think it's going to be a big name. This coming Michael Hawkins. I've had a chance to talk with him and his dad a little bit. Who's going to be a, a top quarterback in 24 class. So yeah, it's, I know you say it's not a big deal, but to me, it still is. And I don't think that that feeling, I hope that feeling doesn't ever go away. If I'm being honest, like as much as I love this, like we all, at least in my opinion, based on, I, I, so I got to listen to the collective show, the first episode earlier today. And like, 
listening to what you I wish I could have been on that show to contribute to the conversation. It was such a great conversation. I really feel like another reason we started this company is because we all love college football. Like that's something that we all, we will talk college football to the amount of like, we definitely do a lot of talking about just like us and our lives. And we have a great friendship, not just with all the founders, but a lot of people in the company, but also what brings us all together is college football. And I honestly hope I never lose the feeling I had today, regardless of, you know, one day we're covering the, which I do think we're going to get there. I don't disagree. With you. We may be covering the national championship at the national championship one day. And I still hope I have this feeling of like meeting these players and like, this is awesome that this is my life. Like that's what I told my wife when I got home. It was like, and even Austin and Chris, when we talked on the phone, it was just like, it's still surreal to me that like this I'm getting to do this in my life. Like I never thought I'd be at a facility and just like walking around with like these perfect, like it's no big deal because it still is to me, regardless of what anybody else said, like all those other people there, I'm they're they're used to it and it's whatever. But like even getting to meet a guy like Derek Holland, who I watched, I love baseball. I've watched pitch hundreds of times. And I'm just like, holy shit, that's Derek. He's a major league baseball pitcher. And I wish I knew who some of the other guys were. I'm going to be honest, I wasn't paying attention to him. But every single one of those dudes was there training for a reason. Most of them were collegiate. Uh, there was a, um, I'm sorry, the other one, I forgot his first name, Tressway, the punter. He was there. there, And he was talking to two guys in New England Patriots gear. I don't know. Um, I did. I recognized one of them, but I couldn't remember. I don't. I, I have to see the picture to remember who the face was. But they were all talking as well as we were kind of like ending uh, the practice and coming in. So it was, yeah, it was awesome. Matthew, Patrick Mahomes, Kyle McCord, only here on the collective. Um, we hope that you all, if you have it, please go ahead to Apple Podcast and rate and review. Uh, the Campus to Ken podcast feed. Now, this particular podcast is not on the Campus to Ken podcast feed because it is only for our NIL subscribers. But we do hope that you know you guys will continue to continue to support us, continue to support the content that we're putting out here, and support our growth. I mean, you guys are we're like a stock, and you are with us from the beginning. We're a one dollar stock right now. Maybe one day we'll be a five dollar stock. Maybe we'll see. All right. Appreciate it, guys.